Oh, before I do, is there any emblems or any marking, anything suspicious on the body? Because now I'm up close to it, and it's gross as fuck, but anything on there? Make a spot hidden roll. Fucker. An eight out of <sighs> 75. Wow. When GB shattered its its skull with this large spearhead, you see that all inside of the skull, mm-hmm. it's uh, packed with holly leaves. Cool. Holly Ooh. leaves. Interesting. Okay. Now, would anyone know why holly leaves are in a zombie? Would, would anyone be able to roll a, a cult roll? Yep. Yeah, I'm assuming Macrion is the occult knowledge seeker. Cult. Forty-one out of sixty. A seventy-six. Uh, Macrion Holly is a sacred plant in many religions, and the the Druids felt that it was the sign of everlasting life because it was one of those plants that was green all year long. Druids, huh? That's so that is interesting, yes. Um, it, I mean, if the, if the druids were driven out, I don't know why they would come back to plague their own countrymen, although if they feel that they have turned away from the old ways, uh, they could be seen as traitors to the religion. It could be coincidence. It could be that the cultists know something of the old ways from uh, from Britannia? You did say it was many religions. Maybe they're, they're not druid. Perhaps not. It's the only Good religion option. practiced in this part of the world where Holly is sacred. Okay. And Holly is not found everywhere. Courteous? Okay. Um, who's got the most injuries? So I can... Uh, okay. I, well, I have, I'm down three. I don't know if I'm Well, I mean, I'll check you. Uh, okay. All right. So I make my um, my medicine roll. I mean, first aid. Okay. Courteous. What did you make yeah. it with? By was it a hard success? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. When you started cleaning out the wood, the wound, there were bits of like gore and rotting flesh mixed into the wound, and you realize fighting this thing is a recipe for infection. You're pretty sure you were able to clean out the wound, but it's definitely going to be an issue for anyone who was injured by it. Okay. Um, Because some sadists actually made up rules for infection. You you should probably, like, take a look at this, and he holds his arm up, and he's got, like, a fucking hole through it. (laughs) I think Dorina was also hit. I'm going to check every... I'm going to go... Yeah, make a medicine roll on Darina. And I got to get hard successes or just... Yeah, hard success on, med- on, on medicine. Right, hard success on medicine. Okay. That is not a hard success on medicine. For, okay. You do the best you can for Darina. Roll your first aid. Not a hard success. I make it, but not a hard okay. success. You get um, Malachi. You get two points back. Darina, you get two points back. Uh, Macrion. Okay. Um, that is not a hard success on medicine. Not a hard success on first aid. 
Okay. Um, in your head, you're doing the best you can, but you would be surprised if one of them didn't come down with a bad infection in a day or two. Mm. You don't know if you want to tell them that at this point. Um, you're pretty sure that if you could get them back to Aquasileus in the next two or three days, um, you could handle the infection and get them through it. But, you know, that's going to be that's now a concern. Yeah. But right now, I mean, it's no point trying to scare people with things I can't do anything about. So, right. You guys got, I, I patch them up as best I can and just keep it. And just, uh, Macrion, you had only been here for one. Yep. You're like bandages it up. You're not, you know, get the point back. Okay. Cool. Unaware of the time bomb. Right. <laughs> Coursing through your blood right now. Uh, th- thank you, Curtis. It is most kind. I, I feel much better. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Um, if only I'd seen Night of the Living Dead and knew what would be happening soon. Um, curious and Herminius, as you were desperately looking about the area, um, one of you noticed about two hundred, about a hundred yards up the dry gully. Um, it opens up into a clearing where um, you see some objects like dimly through the, through the fog. Okay. But uh, uh, something that's not a tree, but that does tower above uh, what a tall man should be. And it's just standing there, some kind of large object, stationary object uh, peeking through the fog. Would uh, courteous, would, would you be okay with uh, the two of us? since we are kind of the more uh, suspicious of the two, not to, we are the two that have kind of been the, you know, this is an outside source. So the two of us kind of surveying the area and, and, and coming out with this. Yeah. 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 Um, As far as the thing that's towering over there, larger than a tree, that's not a, I can see what that is. Okay. It's smaller than a tree, but it's you know larger than a man. Yeah, and it's just a stationary object. Yeah. So do you guys? You two want to sneak forward to try and see what it is away from the rest of the group? Is that what the plan was? Oh well, I mean, I don't know how much I can sneak. I'm not very stealthy. I'm kind of a fat old middle aged man. You know. I mean, (laughs) we're just involved in a knockdown drag out battle right here. So well, I just rolled. I just ran away and threw things. (laughs) At a distance. <laughs> I mean, I didn't fight. I'm not going to. Two of you want to go up and investigate? I'll be. Yeah. At, at the very, at the very least, Herminius will be curious and try to take a closer glance. I will. Okay. I will approach. I'm not going to try to be stealthy. I'm not going to try to yell and scream. But I'm going to approach okay. and try to, like, try to be stealthy. You know, I'm going to try to. I'm going to walk up. Okay, so the two of you start walking up. The rest of you see that they're walking towards this clearing with an object. Um, uh, sucks to be you, Macrion. That's all I can say. Uh, <laughs> it will when the fog lifts, we can try again. Um, you start moving towards that, and you start to see things uh, a little bit more clearly through the fog. You see. A number of objects now that you're closer. The large one I'll describe last. In front of the large object, it looks like there's a massive tree 
stump. I mean, simply <laughs> massive. It's probably about um, it's probably about mid thigh high, you know. And this tree must have been, you know, a, a towering tree at one point, but it's been cut down long, long ago, and all that's left is this, you know, mighty stump. On top of the stump has been laid a massive, uh, a massive uh, expanse of of black slate, um, almost as if to make a, a table, like a massive table. Uh, the slate is probably about seven feet across circle, and it's stained with blood. Yes, I was about to say sacrificial altar. Behind it is a statue, uh, freshly carved and fire blackened, um, rather artistically done. Uh, although it, you know, you can tell it's been done crudely, probably with some kind of a hand axe. And the statue is of a. Let me find the description. It is ten feet tall, and it appears to be a pregnant woman with six swollen breasts, hugely engorged loins, and the head of a goat with two pairs of horns, one ram, and one antelope. All right. Well, I am horrible Be- at a cult. Behind and my that is even worse. <laughs> oh, there's more. Behind and that. there's more. But wait. <laughs> but wait. <laughs> Behind that, you see a mess of fallen, uh, fallen stone that were probably fifteen feet high. You know, f- you know, four by four, fifteen feet high, uh, lying on their sides, kind of on t- half on top of each other, covered with moss and vines. Uh, but it looks like this is the toppled, the toppled druid circle. Oh. Okay. Uh, so two, One I'm not sure. Uh, I need both of you to make a luck roll. Okay. I make it. 11. Yep. Oh, both of you made it really well. Uh, so I'd like to, in, in my, in my tracking of sorcerers and such, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this out. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to lay down a warding sign again. Uh, just in case this area is uh, mystically trapped or if they have, you know, an alarm spell of such. So okay, if there start- is, it would be an ex- it would be an opposed pow. But- OK, um, you start casting. Mm-hmm. So you're distracted in casting the spell to, to hopefully, you know, remove any kind of magical warding or protection mm-hmm. from this spot. And courteous, you see a figure step out from behind the statue. Um, and he says, you have cost me nothing but time. And it's tall, thin, dressed in just rotting skins and rags with the deer helmet mask and antlers and he starts casting a spell. I run up to stab him. Okay, what is your dex? My dex is 65. I'm charging him too. They, they came ahead. If, if Courteous can kill this guy before he finishes the spell. Then drinks on me tonight, Courteous. Alright, wow. his dex is 50. What's yours? 65. 
You will get to him before uh, before he can cast the spell. Come on, people. Everyone wish good thoughts. Okay. That double zero and a one. Wow. Shenanigans! And the camp! And the camp! I call shenanigans. <laughs> oh, God. Do we have to take a picture again? <laughs> All right, I see a double zero. I, I see a one. It. Yeah! <laughs> All right. You come running up. He has a, a black acorn in what his hand. <laughs> it's like he's holding it. And with the other, and he like bites a bloody gash in his palm. And before you can put those two things together, you grab him by the neck and literally stab him through the eye. <laughs> drive him into the dirt and just like press. Um, My prescription is paid. <laughs> um, and he like convulses. And like as he's dying, he's trying to like close his hands, but you're kind of in the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, and and he falls. Nice. Good job. <laughs> Beautiful. He's got all like crouching tiger hidden dragon on. Double zero. That's right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I perform <Okay>. emergency surgery. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So at this point, you see one of those large. Uh, apparently, like one of the large, huge standing stones that was lying on its side and covered with moss, it begins to kind of like glow and shimmer, and then you see the mist kind of blow it away. And when it's gone, you see a large depression in the dirt, and around it, a few uh, hoof, like massive hoof-shaped prints. So you realize one of those massive pillars was actually something else, something concealed in the mud. Ah, so that was the dark young. Okay. Right. Uh, But he was not able to, you know, summon and control it in time. So much for answers. In questioning. (laughs) We were all dead if the dark young showed up. You did good. Oh, you did great. You know, like, well, at the I very mean, least, the two of us were. Yeah. <laughs> Did we even get there? Do we even know what you guys are doing yet? No, you guys come up after and see that, you know, the two of them have discovered the druid circle. Like we're walking up like, hey, you find anything? <laughs> no. It's and there's good. like this dead, you know. Here he's clear. Mask off. It's just a, it's like a, a, a crazy looking old man. Uh. And behind the grove, you find a, a cave with a few meager possessions, you know, a pot, a, 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 a crummy bed of uh, furs and pelts, and uh, some supplies stolen from the town. Uh, does he have any uh, tattoos or markings on him, or do, do any of the. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of traditional Arabades. Tra- tar- tribal tattoos, but he also has a lot of Celtic Ogman tattoos. A lot of the tattoos have been tattooed over and altered in a very rough fashion. Like you see, you know, like you literally have to like wash some of the body off to kind of see. 
but it looks like at one time he had a lot of uh, beautiful tattoos, and then they were covered by the equivalent of like prison tattoos to, you know, um, to kind of get more, you'd have to roll it, make it a cult roll. Druid cleric who checked out the wrong book from the Druid library. <laughs> Went down I mean, a path. If you point Pretty it out, I can help you with the occult roll. Yeah, is this is this like a guy? Roll. Yeah. yeah, I'll uh, I'll call Macrion over. <laughs> I I can't really tell. It looks like he's t- tattooed over old tattoos. I I can't really make anything out of it. Anyone? Use your luck if it's close I'm, enough. I roll back just in case. It's not much, but hey. No, uh, no sign of the blind girl. Unless um, you... any sign of oh um, I'm sorry, yeah. Wait, unless nope. what? Can I roll for it? I, I was gonna say something like unless you start checking piles of poop. Oh, so no footprints whatsoever. No, no okay. she got here. She never left. I mean, there's a bloody altar. So I mean, right. Mm-hmm. Curtis, you had a question. Um, it was just gonna be. I wasn't really gonna try for the occult thing. I was going to just basically search the area for signs of any other people that were here. No, it looks, the, like he here here it looks like this was just his camp. Yeah. Can I check out the stones to see if there's any writing? Um, see if there's anything decipherable on that? Um, lots of Celtic Ogham stuff like druid you know druidic prayers a lot of them have been chiseled out a lot of them are, are quite old um this was a sacred site nothing nothing um that's been marked into it since if the druid stuff was taken out or you know like chiseled off was there anything chiseled into its place no it was just uh, vandalized okay all right gb did you make the occult roll or no all Can right I try cult? sure what about a Cthulhu Mythos? That would work, too. Not when I roll it. All right. I have that as well. Mm-mm. How is the Scholar not making these? Uh, well, my Cthulhu Mythos is 13. I rolled a 30. What was your cult? <laughs> uh, 60, I rolled a... I think it was a 77. All right. It, not that it's in, it's not important. Um, basically, it was at one time his uh, his tattoos were um, were like prayers and blessings, and at some point they were they were blasphemous. They were you know they were tainted at some t- you know deliberately they were um, defaced um, in a way that would almost deliver the opposite message. Darina, are you familiar with those kind of tattoos at all? I do not make my rolls, unfortunately. Um, I am unfamiliar with any of that. All right. Even if you set a brisk pace, you won't be back before dark, but you do have plenty of tattoos. And if you follow the riverbed, you should get right back outside of the forest. Curtis, you had a I do want to bring the body back of this criminal so I can show it to the Romans and say, okay, this is the criminal that was abusing these people. Okay, you can easily do that. I'll do it. I'll I'll carry him. 
Is there anything y'all don't want to camp rack- in the druid circle? Sarita, you go ahead and camp there. That um, we can bring back that was a representation of the girl. Is there anything like clothing, something? No. No. Make an extreme luck. No. Got nothing. I, I I make the spot on our way back out to find my spear. You do find. Oh yeah. All right, I, so you get back to the the village. It's dark. They're all dead. Do you do you want to call like a middle of the night town meeting, or do you want to wait till morning to inform them that the crisis is over? Middle of the night town meeting. Okay. Yeah, I think it would be more. Uh, you summon everyone. You you display the body. You're, you know, praised as heroes. Everyone thanks you profusely. But do they recognize him? No, no one's ever seen this fucking guy before. Bastard. Do they uh, have food? Because hungry. Um, they have very little. They are willing to share. Okay. But basically, all of they're all thanks, hungry thanks, too. Folks. Okay. We should order a feast for this village. I think. Once right, we we'll made, made him right with the Romans, perhaps. Right. Well, that's that's going to be the next issue. Right. Um, we would like to get a cart and a representative to take to the town you know, to negotiate with the tax assessor. They uh, they nominate someone, and there's the cart you guys came with. So. All right. So we're going to load the body up, load up the. Uh, the guy who's got to stand there and talk. <laughs> do you want to spend the night or do you want to? No, no, spend the night. On? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, so spend, next no, morning you head night. out. Okay. Yeah, spend the night. So the next morning you head back to Aquasileus and uh, Macrion and Dorina, you're not really feeling right. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely not. Um, you, you, you wake up in like with sheets of sweat. Um, the Po- the par- points where you were gored <laughs> are inflamed, uh, painful, and swollen. Have you lost your three <laughs> sense of taste and smell? No, they're. <laughs> no. Um, can I roll a natural world to see um, if those holly leaves mean anything? Um, they're just a druidic charm of eternal life, and the fact that you found it in a animated dead animal means it's kind of like a perversion of a druid, right? It's kind of like if you cast, you know, cure serious wounds on a dead animal. Okay. You're not supposed to do it. doesn't really make any sense, but if you do it just right, you'll bring that fucker back to life. <laughs> um, not really life. No, I just didn't know if there was medis- menis- <laughs> medicine <laughs> properties behind holly leaves. I know um, the berries well, are not. Roll your potions. Um, you have a craft I, potion? Then you got nothing. <laughs> no. But the gentleman who has doctor. medicine. Would he know? Oh, no. I'm going to work on you. It's just, you know. Um, Does this I'm look definitely... right to you? Okay. Does this, this feel All right. bad? Are you gonna I'm going to black. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you look at him like. Uh, and you're like, well, Oops. one out of one out of three is not bad. You were able to clean out Malachi's wound well enough to avoid massive infection. But I'm in Aquasilaeus, so I should have, you know. Right. So you better- guys are sick for about a week under the doctor's care, 
Um, or any doctor's care. It doesn't have to be cur- courteous. Um, but, you know, you do eventually recover without any permanent harm. Curtis, but, are you um, going to do you something about like... that little boy that needed the extra treatment? Oh, no. Oh, did, you wanna bring him with, did you want to bring him with you to Aquasileus? Yes. Yes. We'll bring okay. him with us. So you can I'll treat all three of them and you do his tooth extraction. And uh, you meet, you know, you meet up with the troops. You meet up with the guy you came in with, and those men. And literally, you see that um, they've brought up another unit from a nearby base, and they were getting ready to roll out with like sixty guys to the village. And I'm looking at him, my friend. I'm like, we handled it for you. He says. Well, he says. You have proof this has already started to get to roll out of roll out of control. Yeah, we got a uh, we we show him the body. We explain the situation. He looks at the old man in the deer mask with the, with one eye, uh, covered in plastic tattoos, and he goes, "Okay, <laughs> I I take your word for it. Looks like it's handled." so you um you have an appointment with you want to make an appointment with the tax assessor yeah uh, yeah to just sort of like you know stand by the you know the town and i said i'd speak up for them so can courteous can courteous and i tag team him can i like give him a bonus oh, yeah. by like backing him up being like mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Sure. That's easily, enough, easily <laughs> enough. Um you find a tax assessor who's willing to go easy on them. Um and he says that there are actually some business opportunities here because they're close enough to town that if they start producing they can start exporting goods to the town. How much tax do they owe? He goes, I won't know until I see the village and I assess their properties. Is there a prediction at all how much it could be? I have never laid eyes on this village. I couldn't tell you until I see it and assess it. He says that uh, if you guys are willing to take, you know, to you, you were talking and asking if you, you know, did you offer to offset their debt? Yes. Yes. Um, perhaps also a gift to the assessor for his, you know, for his leniency. For his I leniency. Put it in his hand and say thank you. How, how much gift. of a gift? Uh, um, how much? Fifty thirsty. What's a what's an appropriate gift for his level and? Oh, at least five hundred. Oh wow! Well. This is like a high official. They they oh, deal God. in they deal in like thousands and tens of thousands of thirsty. Half and half. Who? I'll go Macrion. Half and half. I'll go two fifty. Two fifty. You. Yeah, that's fine. We present him the gift and everything, you know, for his, you know, a good Roman citizen. Well, how can I refuse to heroes of the empire who have, you know, slain a dark druid? Oh, well, he still takes the money. Oh, no, no, of course. Yeah. So you come back a couple of days later with the tax assessor. He looks over the village and he says that he draws up a plan where he's not going to charge them anything now. He's going to bring in relief supplies, and he's in the springtime, he's going to help them replant the village, and he's going to consider that an interest-free loan. Wow. 
and he's actually going to invest in the village to get them to start raising ducks and geese and more lives, more fowl, because he says that there's a shortage of, of uh, like ink quills and there's always a market for eggs. And if they can start importing, you know, exporting to the town, it would be a, a good investment. Just so he, his assessor himself is going to make a shit ton of money. Yes. He's willing to give the town three years to get back on its feet before he assesses, before he reassesses the value and then set the tax rate. So he's basically going to say, you don't owe me anything now. I'm going to take care of you. This is all, this is all a no interest loan to get you back on your feet. And in three years, when this place is worth something, <laughs> I'll be taking my cut. Then one of you smart guys, see if this is actually on the up and up. I mean, is the cut going to be so brutal in three years that it's as much, it's as up and up as Romans are. Um, Romans are. Nick and I make an intelligent INT check. Is there, is there a skill accounting? I think there is a skill accounting. Oh, I have that. I, I definitely there is accounting. Yeah. Somebody, if somebody really wants to check the accounting. Seriously. Can I make an, just make an insight? You can roll an insight to see if he's being dishonest. Or not. Uh, 39 over 15. <laughs> seems seems legit. Nobody made insight or no. accounting. No. Uh, I'll okay. roll an insight. That's kind of one of my things. Uh, 32 out of 70. Um, this guy seems to be dealing with them honestly, although the bribe was a big part of that. Okay. He's figured, like, I've already made 500, you know, 500 sesterce on just taking this meeting. Um, so I can throw a little... And basically, these people have nothing they could give him. How much do you think... So in three years, do you have an idea how much their tax debt would be for the village? Um, it depends on how well the village is doing. If it's not doing well, I'd probably figure they'd have to pay back the start paying back the loan, but I'm willing to do that over a 10-year period. Um, at worst, the loan payment plus the lo- their loan payment and the first year taxes would probably be a thousand sesterce. And that seems if they're doing very, very well, it could be twice that. And that's a standard rate for a village roughly of this comparable size in the area? He goes, no, that's a new friend's rate. Oh, okay. Very good. Thank you. And he's honest in that statement. He's not trying Mm to... I mean, they they have nothing. He's not trying to rake them over to coals. Uh, But there's an opportunity here. Um, so he's personally going to start a business off these people. He's going right. to before this, as he's come as the tax assessor, but now he's going to actually use this place as a business. So, right, he's now an investor in the town. And then, if his investment pays out, which he's pretty sure it will, then he'll be a, a very lenient tax assessor. <laughs> I can't right. see any ethical reason, any ethical issues with this whatsoever. But. Ethics in Rome is what you get away with. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but modern Rome. basically what happens over the next few weeks is they bring in supplies and they start propping the Oprion, t- survive their, their very bad infections um, from fighting this undead stag. Uh, 
the child with the bad tooth recovers, returns to his family, and uh, and you guys are are you, know, you have completed the adventure. Good job, thanks, people. Thanks to Curdy, is that you know, like and you, and when you did you did not <laughs> have to fight enough. the dark young of Shubnigaroth. Um, thank, thank God. It was a smaller one. It was a smaller one. It only had three attacks per round instead of five. Oh, <laughs> so it would only and it was only it would kill half the group in one round. It was only size one eighty, not two twenty. Oh, <laughs> it was a baby. <laughs> yeah, it only had twenty six hit points, not thirty. I love how there's there's a tier of monsters like really and not even high tier that are just death. It's like your yeah. lowest level monsters, like your deep ones and Bayaki, will kill you in one round, and then the tier above that is just well, it's over. <laughs> then there's tiers above that, and there's tiers above so, that. So really, this guy was like actually what Walter said. It was a shakedown. Yeah. Um, he was just looking for a town he could terrorize, convert to the worship of Shabnigaroth, and hopefully in a few years be the head of a, a vast cult. Yeah. But you know, didn't work out. Nice to the I'll do that. Ah, yeah. Hey, you know, um, stab the guy the, casting spells. The stag was just basically uh, uh, a zombie with some bells and whistles. Yeah, um, he can really talk fun. through it, see through. It. Um, it's difficult to kill because you know it's a zombie. Um, you'd already fought his wolf pack that he had charmed, so he no longer had that at his disposal. And really, it was just he had a bunch of simple spells that could just really re- be re- used used in reverse, could just completely decimate a farming area. Yeah. Like, you know, control weather, blight crops, uh, lame animals. Mm. Uh, but for stand-up combat magic, all he had was summon bind dark young from Nigaroth. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> usually yeah. enough. Actually, usually the stag is enough. Yeah, it didn't occur to me that, like, you know, you said it was undead, you described it as undead, but it didn't occur to me that it was a zombie. (laughs) Well, that's the whole thing. Like, whenever somebody's fighting zombies, they've never seen a zombie movie. Right. But also, I mean, it it was decaying dead. I mean, it just seemed like there probably wouldn't even be much of a brain in it, you know? Well, we should have known because we literally beat a guy to death who was a zombie. <laughs> plus, plus, it wasn't. I mean, was it was it actually a zombie or was it animated? I mean, which is a different thing. Like animated from an external force. Was it its yeah. own autonomous uh, creature? Now you're, or? You're, you know, now you're splitting hairs. <laughs> I, no, there's a difference. I mean, a zombie is autonomous. Uh, if it's a zombie that's driven, piloted by an external wizard, then that's something else entirely. All right. So, for okay. defeating the dark druid, I'm giving everyone doing sanity awards. Well, four points. That's kind of folded in for defeating the dark wizard, saving the town, and for defeating his stag. Uh, I'm going to give another three. Oh, I can't take him because I'm at max. <laughs> well, that's not a bad Yay. place to be. I'm back at max finally. Yay! Yay! Yeah, I'm back at max. 
Sweet. So is everyone relieved or disappointed that the Dark Young was not brought into play? No, no, that's cool. I'm perfectly yeah, I mean, happy with it. Oh, no, it would have been over if we hadn't got, if we had to fight that. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a disaster. It would have been yeah. kind of fun if there had been 50 Roman soldiers there to watch that mayhem, but... <laughs> oh, wow. I mean... <laughs> Well, they would have just been pawns, and we would have just kind of hid behind and pretend to be experts, you know. Yeah. Uh, the well, experts go to halfway the- to Londinium. <laughs> yeah. The only the only problem is that the Roman soldiers, when they came in, would have just started crucifying people. Lou. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they were they were looking for blood. Yeah. 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 They, I mean, they lost two of their own. Yeah. So they would they- have, that would have been at least twenty people crucified. Yeah. All right, so that is Shadow of the Oak. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I, it was pretty deadly, but you know, oh, yeah. a, a lucky attack. And uh, I, yeah, no, no. I mean, look, I I rolled it rolled a one. So yeah, like, we've okay, had that look, happen look, before look, in this look. game. I didn't believe it then. I don't believe it now. Listen, I'm too lazy to learn roll twenty, so I can't see your dice roll. So I'm just gonna. I'm gonna get a dice. I'm gonna get a dice cam from now on. Just have it pointed right there. Listen, not Walter, even I. Mal- Walter, so Malachi, Neil's rolled a fucking old one in the critical death moment, like two scenarios ago. So I'm still butt hurt from that one, you know. <laughs> oh my god. All right, well, I hope everybody had a good time. So, uh, take it away, Legends of Tabletop. Cool. Right, well, thank everybody for checking this out. Uh, if you are a coffee aficionado, we have coffee for sale. The legendary brew can be found over at Birds of a Feather Coffee Company. You go to tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew. You can, get the, uh, you can get the legendary brew is what it is. A little bit of the money comes back to the show. It's a nice, easy-drinking medium roast. It's, uh, it's really good. It's roasted by our friend and GM, Neil. Uh, if you use the code LEGENDS10, you get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. It's almost like he's giving it away. So you can give that a try. I know Oscar really likes the Night Owl blend as well. It's the dark roast that they have. It's what I was drinking before. Uh, it's also fantastic. doesn't have quite as much caffeine in it. Do with that information what you will. Um, we have our uh, Patreon up as well. If you'd like to throw a couple of Sesterci at the podcast, that'd be fantastic. It helps us out a bunch. Uh, but what is free is you could leave us a review on iTunes or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. That's super helpful. Uh, just sharing stuff on um, Twitter or whatever your social medias are. That's also super helpful. Uh, just to bring more people around to the show. So I want to thank everybody for checking it out. And oh, we wait before we go, uh, at least if you're watching this live, uh, the um, uh, Lovecraft Arts Council has a GoFundMe going right now. Uh, COVID is terrible for a lot of people. Uh, the the shop is also uh, sort of taking a hit. Um, Neil's also is the uh, president of the Arts Council, right? Director, yes. Director? Yeah. Arts, Arts, uh, Lovecraft Arts and Sciences Council, yeah. And they put on the uh, Necronomicon, which we're hoping that we're going to get next year, uh, assuming enough people go get vaccines. And uh, if, if you would like to contribute to helping to fund not only Necronomicon, but also getting people paid 
uh, you know, the, the shop has taken a hit. Uh, Providence is a uh, vacation spot, which, of course, no one is vacationing to. Uh, so that is also helpful. I'll get a link in the show notes for that. Uh, so if you would like, that would also be cool. And maybe we'll see it at Necronomicon next year. So thanks, everybody, for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. Right on. Peace. Thank you. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.